Hey, what it do with the business is. It is another week in the books with the On Deck TV show. I am Spike Lou. Man, holla at your boy Animal Brown, Animal underscore Brown, if you're looking for me on social media. Absolutely, same social sites. Holla at your boy. I am Spike Lou. How you feeling out there? Man, feeling good, feeling great. Got out this weekend. More on that yeah. a little bit later, but... Had a good weekend. Uh, Inman Park? Is that what that shit called? Yeah, the Inman Park area is pretty cool, man. Little restaurants and all of that good stuff. The tea house. We got to go to a black-owned tea house. That was really good. Dude in there knew his tea. Uh, Yeah, you got to. Expert. Yeah. He was breaking that tea down. Hey, do this. You want this? You want the milk in there, bro? (laughs) He was on his tea thing. He was a young cat on that tea, man. I like to see people invested in stuff. That's really dope. Absolutely, man. I really wish I could remember the name of it. I'd shout him out. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it at all. (laughs) I look for that on my Instagram while you do the uh, reading. (laughs) All right, man. Coming up on the show, uh, man, Dame Dash gets sued by Rockefeller Records. How strange is that? Um, Conway gifts Mary J. Blige a chain on their first meeting, and we break down this 2021 XXL freshman class list. But first, we've got beef, Megan Thee Stallion, and friend turned foe, the baby. Uh, they beefed over Tory Lane's latest single, which features the baby. The baby was allegedly retweeting jokes about Tory Lane's and Megan Thee Stallion's situation. On top of him being featured on Tory Lane's record, Megan Thee Stallion made a couple of uh, indirect claims on Twitter that the baby took personally. Look back and forth. Even your boy Partisan Fontaine got involved to take care of his boo, cover his boo up. My question to you. Whose side are you on in this situation? The baby said it was just business. Megan Thee Stallion said these industry niggas are weird. Who do you believe? Two things can be true. We've said that before on this podcast. You can say it again. Uh, business is business and industry niggas can be weird. Like both of those things can happen. Uh, the great philosopher Sean Corey Carter told us, do not argue with fools because from a distance, people can't tell who is who. If I'm Megan the Stallion and I've let it be known my feelings of this, regardless of the conversations that I've had with the baby behind the scenes, I still know rap niggas are weirdos, especially like the baby. And I'm not saying they're taking away from him. I'm saying they're taking on the headlines. Everything that we've seen out here that's happened, good or bad, it's always some shit going on with his name. So, you know, he's always going to be in the mix. If I'm Megan and I know that, like I let that, I don't care. I don't care that you're doing songs with Tory. I ain't got to put a tweet out there. I ain't got to respond to it. I know you're an industry nigga. It don't matter what you told me on the video suit when we were doing our songs. It don't matter what you told me on the phone when you said I'm around with you because you're an industry nigga and you hold people at what they show you they are. So if I'm Meg, like I ain't got to send no tweet out there. I'm just declining the call next time you try to get on a song with me, do we? It's business. And now you've drew a line in the sand if you the baby, and we ain't doing business no more. If I'm Meg, I'm looking at it like you losing a lot more in this situation with me doing a song with Tori as opposed to sticking by your word in the private conversations that you and I have. But you showed you an industry nigga, so let that nigga be an industry nigga. Yeah, and I think that's what she was pointing out. And look, it's tricky. The baby hopped on Twitter and said, look, I didn't retweet this tweet that y'all are talking about, even though it says that he retweeted it. He even screenshotted himself trying to unretweet it 
and it wouldn't work. So he was like, I don't know what the hell yeah, I got going on with my Twitter, X, Y, Z. But he put out a really interesting tweet. He said, baby got enough problems of his own, my nigga. I don't got no reason to inherit the next motherfucker's problems. Y'all chasing a story that y'all ain't going to get. I'm out niggas business while still successfully doing business. So I think that's interesting. Is he trying to say that, yo, this is just me hopping on a record with another guy. This is just me getting a little $30,000 feature ticket. Like, this, like, and like, there's nothing more, nothing less. We didn't sit in the studio and talk about you. We didn't talk about you on a video set. I like, is that what he's trying to do? Because if so, then the baby is being a little delusional, thinking that him doing a record and shooting a video is not clearly him choosing a side in this situation where those two have history. So it's very strange to me that he doesn't see that or that he thinks that people are tripping because they drew that conclusion online. Cause that's how it looks. And it's all about image dude. And it's all about perception. The baby should know better if he didn't want to piss her off. If he don't care, then he don't care. But if he didn't want to piss her off, then he wouldn't have done the record and done the video. Like you did the whole nine. That's the thing when we talk about this. When you say, hey, man, Twitter made a mistake. I can't undo the tweet. I don't know what y'all got going on over at Twitter. It's a conspiracy theory, bro. You don't get the benefit of the doubt no more, bro. Twitter been pumping for fucking 20 years. They ain't made this mistake before. But now, since you want to take your tweet back, it's a malfunction. Man, get out of here. No one wants to hear these bullshit excuses from the baby. And like you said, bro, the better thing from it, if you want to be like, fuck it, say fuck it. I don't yeah. care. I ain't got to make no excuses. Yeah, I retweeted the tweet that came in question that got all of this started. It said now because I guess the baby and Tory Lanes are cool now because both of them shot somebody and neither one of them had to go to jail behind it. But it's distasteful. It's funny in a dark Twitter type of way. Yeah, but if you're a baby, you can't retweet that. And then you can't retweet that and act like it was Twitter's fault that you retweeted it. And then you can't act like, oh, I didn't do nothing wrong. It's just business when you did when you put the tweet out there and you had private conversations based off what Meg said about something totally different. You look like a sucker. I'm not calling him a sucker. I'm not saying he's a sucker. It looks like he's a sucker, though, just based off everything that he did. And I get what Meg's saying. My only problem is, again, like if I'm Meg, you just take the note, bro. I don't got to go back and forth with this nigga on Twitter. I don't got to get, if I'm Meg, my boyfriend involved. Like, none of that has to happen. Because you the mm -hmm. baby and I'm Meg the Stallion. I just got off the stage doing the Grammy shit with Beyonce. I ain't see you there, my nigga. <laughs> I ain't see you there. Like, so I ain't going to go back and forth on Twitter with you. Holler at you, little dude. Like, this is the same dude that wore a diaper to the um uh fucking whatchamacallit. What was it down in Austin? In What's Texas. That? Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We know what the baby is willing to do to keep his name in the headline. And now today, when you Google his name, people is talking about it. TMZ is talking about it. It's everywhere. So yeah. now I don't believe, my nigga, that you didn't retweet that. You absolutely retweeted it. You knew the shitstorm that it was going to cause because that's always been the best thing for the baby's career. If I'm mad, though, I'm not mm. stepping in that shit. I'm not stepping in that shit. I'm keeping my shit far from it. Yeah, it's free promo for the record. And quiet is kept, though. The record is banging. Between I ain't even me and you. Between me and you. I don't believe that. You the supposed to do that in the group chat. You just let that go on the, to the next topic. Hey, right, listen, the record's hot. Fuck that. I ain't the, even the, the record's to tough. That song. Sorry. I'm not, I, I don't press play on Tory Lanez oh. or the baby. Records. 
Thank you. Not even because of Meg. I ain't even that big of a Meg stand. I fuck with her. Yeah. And I understand like people that boycott it, but that, that ain't the reason. I just don't I don't listen to Tory Lanes and the baby. It's like listening to Ludacris and fucking stop. Ooh, that's enough. Somebody, man. That's <laughs> enough. Ludacris. Jesus, that's Shout enough. My nigga Luda, man. Next. You ready to move on? Yes. Wow, please. Man. You've been talking about this for a couple of days now. And I want to see why you're so excited about this. Your man Gucci man dropped a brand new album. Ice Daddy, shout out to his son, a recent birth. His kid's name is Ice. He's Ice's daddy. Get the joke. Boom, ting. Ice yep. Daddy. On there, he has a song. The song is called, um, damn, what is the name of the posse. song? Posse. A posse on Boulder Crest. Nope. Featuring Pooh Shiesty. And wait for it. Sir Mix a lot. Sir Mix a lot and Pooh Shiesty in 2021, the collab you knew you couldn't wait to hear. Did it work for you, Animal Brown? Um, the song is okay. This is one of the strangest, most randomest collabs in hip-hop history, without question. No one knew that that was on the calendar for 2021. Shout out to Sir Mix a lot. And shout out to that song, though, because that song has been remade like five times. E-40 did a version that was hard, though. E-40 did a version that my posse's on. Okay. Uh, that shit was tough. Yeah, Long time ago. That was before your time, though. You don't know nothing about that. Um, I got you on that album. Me and my situation. The homo race. That's home banging. Black Billy is <laughs> Charlie Hustle, I think. Yeah, that was, <laughs> was banging right there. Um, but this was a very strange collab. And I think it's cool, though. Look, I, I give Gucci Man this, though. Because I was looking at, who was a stranger collab? Mm. And Gucci has like three or four by himself that you would have never seen coming. He had the song with Mariah Carey that a lot of people didn't see coming. They're like, damn, that's odd as fuck. Mariah, always be my baby Mariah Carey with Gucci, man. What the fuck? Then he has a song with Talib Kweli on the DJ Holiday mixtape jewelry selection. You never would have saw that coming. Then lastly, he's got a song with Marilyn Manson called Fancy Bitch. And you, I don't know which one of those is Stranger. So salute to Gucci, man, you for know. stepping outside the box. I respect it. Salute to Sir Mix-a-Lot. Keep getting them checks, big dog. It's definitely the Marilyn Manson joint. I didn't That's random know. as fuck. I didn't even know that existed. <laughs> it got to be Eminem and Elton John, though, right? Don't they got a collab? They like, do. Isn't that they the most random have... collab ever? No, nah, it's more random. Was it? Nelly and Tim McGraw more random than that. Nelly and Tim McGraw is yes. definitely <laughs> more random than that. That was nuts. That That's let you know how big random. Nelly was, though, to try that Tim McGraw joint. LL Cool J got one of those, too. Yeah, he got one with Brad Paisley. That's nuts. All of these are fucking weird, <laughs> random. This wasn't that bad. I was here for the Boulder Crest on Broadway. I like Pooh I don't think it was that odd. Like you said, Gucci Man has done much wilder. So when I seen this, you put it in a group chat, I kept scrolling. I did go listen to the song. Um I ain't here for Gucci Man albums <laughs> no more. Are you off them? It's yeah, I'm off them. Damn. Is that is that breaking news? Are you, you being used sarcastic? to not to wait though? <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. I've never not been able to wait for a Gucci Man album in my life. <laughs> the best Gucci Man album ever, and I still stand by that, is that the movie that DJ Drama, that first one he did with Drama, at Gucci a Gucci the movie. Album. That's an album. 
All the original beats, best thing Gucci ever put his name on. It shit banging. Yeah, I'm not checking for that Ice Daddy either. With all due respect, shout out to little Ice Daddy, our little Ice. But I'm not, I'm not checking. I I saw the feature and had to press play on that though. Like, mm. nah, let me. I got to hear this shit. But other than that though, super good. Other notable ones though, other notable weird collabs. DMX and Marilyn Manson from back in the day, like '98, '99. That worked. Yeah, that was hard. No, I, I liked it. I did like it. Share and future for the Gap commercial. <laughs> I was going to say, there's no fucking way Share and Future got a song together. What about Nas and Ronald Eisen? That's not what? Nigga, that was Nas the first and time Nas Ronald Eisen said he didn't do samples. That was the first time he ever featured on a rap song. It may have been the last. Really? No, I can't be right, bro. That was the first, I know that was the first one he did because he said he didn't agree with it at first. He would let people sample up to a point, but he never featured on one. I think that Project Windows with Nas was the first. And name me another song featuring Ronald Eisen. There's got to be one. I can't, I'm not going to note it off the top of my head, but there's got to be one. I'm sorry. It has to maybe. be. I ain't got time to Google it right now. Maybe but I'm going to throw away Styles P album or <laughs> a Chic Looch or a Trader Truth. LP or something like that. <laughs> Ain't no big artist usual. <laughs> I don't Shout out to my boy Twan Sounds. I see he, had, you know, on Apple Music, you can see who's listening to albums. He was on that Ice Daddy early. I was like, mm, hey, as soon I, as it dropped. As soon as it dropped, I see my boy face on there. I said, damn, my boy That's got two. nuts, man. I'm praying for <laughs> Twan, man, and whatever you got going on for checking out that, uh, <laughs> that Gucci, man. At 12.01 a.m., that's nuts, man. Uh, moving his best life. He got to be in Tulum or something. He got to be in Tulum listening to the Ice Dad at 12.01. Let's uh, move on, man. Let's talk Dame Dash. Uh, of course, NFTs, if you're not familiar, they're the wave right now. And friend of the show, <laughs> Dame Dash, was trying to get uh, in on the action by allegedly auctioning off an NFT copyright of Jay-Z's debut album, Reasonable Doubt. That didn't get far. Reasonable doubt hit him with the lawsuit. I'm um, excuse me. Rockefeller Records hit him with the lawsuit. The auction has since been canceled, and Dame is tight about it. He had a few choice words about the situation while talking to TMZ. My question is: It fair or foul for the Rock to block Dame? This is file, file. Um, what is that, nigga? A combination of both? What combination of both. <laughs> I see, I see both sides here. Dame Dash is trying to skirt around the system. But first, starting with what an NFT is, the non-fungible, whatever the NFT means, but it means it's a one-of-one. One. Yep. And the one-of-one one that we're speaking of here is a third of an album that him, Biggs, and Jay-Z own. Yep. So Dame Dash is looking at it like, if I own a third of this, I can sell it as an NFT which I don't agree with because it's not yours. There's a third of it. So you can't sell the whole thing. It's not one of one, but that's another story. Yeah. What Dame Dash is saying is I offered to sell my third of the album back to Jay-Z and he lowballed me. So since he lowballed me, I'm going to take this out to the auction houses and I'm going to get as much as I can for it. I don't see anything wrong with that. I think mm -hmm. Jay-Z and Dame Dash pissing match over the last 15 or 20 years. Like, we can go ahead and put an end to it. And if it doesn't put an end to it, then who cares? Gloves are off. I don't got to fucking act like I like you. You don't got to act like you like me. You lowballed me on an offer. I'm going to sell it to the highest bidder. Cool. We don't have to act like anymore that Jay-Z and Dame Dash need to be friends for the culture. Like, the culture is much bigger than those two now. And that's not a slight to them. 
That's just saying how much it's grown and how big the seeds have grew into that they planted. Like the Rockefeller started back in the day. I don't, I'm not holding my breath for a Dame Dash and a Jay-Z reunion. But I also, I'm not going to give Dame Dash, people think I'm a Dame Dash apologist, and that is my boy. But I'm not going to give him a hard time for doing business just like business is done every day in the rest of the world, excluding hip-hop. Yeah, he may owe Jay-Z some loyalties, but if you're going to lowball me on an offer, then I'm going to make the best out of this and get what I'm supposed to get from it. I don't care if it's your first album, bro. This is an asset to me. And yeah. it's being an asset to me. I'm going to flip it. I got to agree with Dame Dash here. No, I respect it. And Dame actually came out and said he wasn't trying to sell Reasonable Doubt. He was trying to sell the company. First of all, I didn't know they still owned Rockefeller Records. I had no clue. They, Apparently, all three of them still own a third of Rockefeller Records. Mm -hmm. He was trying. He he says he was trying to sell his share back to them, and then they lowballed him for that. Now his quote is on TMZ: "When another black man calls another black man a thief just to make him look bad, and so that they can devalue an asset that the other man owns just because he won't sell it to him at a low price." I don't think the culture needs that. I just think it's disappointing to have a white lawyer calling me a thief on Juneteenth. It's very mm. representative of what they do to someone when they try to make a good guy look like a bad guy just because he's doing good business. Now, first of all, he almost lost me trying to bring in the Juneteenth holiday. Like, bro, it hey, doesn't man, matter what day of the week. Let's keep it a stack. It doesn't matter what day of the week it is, bro. If, you, if you're tight about the lawyer calling you, then you're tight about the lawyer calling you. Like, don't let's not run with Juneteenth because it's hot, dude. And I made it a little holiday. Niggas had the day off and shit. <laughs> like, relax, dude. But I can see him feeling some type of way um about getting it, getting that call when he's like nigga i own a third i can sell a third but apparently they're like you can't sell what you can't own so you can't do a third of a company as an nft apparently i don't know how that should work completely is going over my head but it's a it's a fucked up situation man and i and i really wish this shit was squashed i promise i do i feel like they could do more together than separate but uh clearly jay-z does not agree and, and we don't know the background. I think people have speculated for years. But part of it not being squashed to you, what you're saying is how this is conducted. When we talked to Dame Dash, one of my biggest takeaways of that was that, that boss lifestyle, not even just when we talked to him. You see him on the, the famous Breakfast Club interview. Mm -hmm. So imagine if you're carrying yourself like that and you're a boss, you've always been a boss, and you get a call from a nigga that you started a company with and it's his lawyer. Yeah. Essentially, you can't do something. Yeah. Essentially, look boring you like yeah. delivering a message. Yeah. If I'm a boss, I'm expecting to do business with other bosses. So if you're telling me, hey, my nigga, I want to buy this or you, you shouldn't be selling this, then you call me. You call me and tell me that. Mm -hmm. And if you can't do that, then Dame Dash then has the soapbox to stand on all the June team stuff and the culture vulture mm -hmm. and we letting white people do this. You're right. It may sound ridiculous to you, but where it, it, it's in line with everything that Dame Dash says and he stands for. So when he says it, you can't roll your eyes at it because he got a point. I know this nigga, as far as if I'm Dame Dash talking about Jay-Z, he thinking of it like, I know this nigga. You had your lawyer call me, bro, over some shit that me, you, and another nigga started in our basement in fucking New York? No, yes. I'm selling it. 
I'm selling it. Fuck you. And that's how he's looking at it. And I get that. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's wrong. Based off the personality that we've seen in hip hop over the past 30 years, what else you think you're going to get, dude? And, and that's the thing about it. Jay-Z gets a pass for that. Jay-Z knows this. You started a business with this man. You know how he is. Like, you can dead this shit. It could have been deaded with a phone call probably years ago. But for some reason, again, that we don't know about, he's allowed this shit to go on and on. Like, yeah, it's, it's only a couple things you got to do to play K-Dang Dash, bro. Let's be real if you Jay-Z. Like, yeah, and I ain't trying to little boy him in here and make him sound small, but a nice job, a cool little payout that Jay-Z can afford, some, uh, some, some slack in the public eye, mm. his PR. All of that shit Jay-Z can do. He did it for the NFL when he was beefing with them. What was the rift with Dame that's so deep that he can't do it for Dame? Yeah. That's, hey, that's the $100 million question that we'll probably never know. Never get the answer to that, bro. And that's unfortunate. That's... What do we Dame, have bro? next, man? Next, before we get out of here and get to that XXL freshman class for 2021, saw this awesome story, and I figured we had to talk about it. On deck TV show style, Conway the Machine was in the studio, laying it down, and the queen of hip hop was in there, Mary J. Blige, and Conway was there dripping, all iced up. Mary seen a big boy chain, and she told she told Swiss who was in there too, and you know what? I always wanted one of them chains. Mm -hmm. Swiss being the man that he is, gassing it, pouring all the gasoline, 93 octane on it in the world, goes over to Conway. He says, hey, man, Mary J. Blige wants your chain, bro. And he gave it to her. My question to you, Animal Brown, is this too much? Is Conway doing way too much right here, or is he paying his dues? First of all, Mary J. Blige at 50 looks great. Let me go and throw that out there. Big Shout facts. out to her. She is aging gracefully. Um, and then this all went down at DMX's listening at the album listening party for DMX. So spirits are already kind there's already like a certain vibe in the room that X is gone and you listening to his, his posthumous album. Um, this is some player shit though, but shout out to Conway because mm -hmm. Mary J. Blige is a goat. And so like when she is admiring something that you're rocking and I'm Conway, and I'm doing my thing with Griselda, one of the hottest groups, one of the hottest labels, one of the hottest rappers out right now. Are you, ah, oh, Mary, you like this chain? Ah, oh, man, this you. This guy, this guy, you all over it. Here go your flowers for the for the sacrifices and the and the years and the and the the experience that you put into this game and doing what you do. You deserve this right here. This is light work. It's light work for me. Just one? You only like one of them? I'm wearing six. You only like one of these chains? Okay, okay, cool. Here, take this one, man. Yeah, I'm talking about enjoy the rest of your day. Yeah, all of that shit. Play, that's fly shit. And I respect that from the Griselda boys, the Buffalo boys. Triple salute to Conway. That was smooth move. I fuck with it. That was definitely a smooth move. I fuck with Conway because of it. Um, you got to feel some type of way if you Conway, though. It wasn't a, it wasn't a, hey, Mary, here you go. You and I both know from being observers of hip hop over the years, Swiss can be, if we're talking about too much, Swiss can be a little much. So if I'm over there shining in all my glory and Swiss come over there on 10, like Swiss does, ah, Mary, like the chain, son. What are you going to do, son? You just going to let Mary stand there and admire the chain, son? You ain't going to take it off? My nigga, I'm sending Swiss the invoice for half of that chain, at least half. <laughs> 
you got to give me at least half, bro. You done poured the gasoline on it. I can't do nothing but give it to her now. Yeah, put you on the spot. Like, if I'm a real nigga, I got to give it to her. You gassing it. So I got to take it off and give it to her, man. I But Swiss know he put the sauce on it. Did you watch the clip? Uh-uh, no, nah, no. Nah, I, mean, I, 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 I saw the clip afterwards. This is where I got all the information from that I said that he put the sauce on it. Swiss was gassing it. They ain't even show Conway. He was on deep steaming <laughs> on the sideline. Nigga, smoke coming out of his ears, nigga. Them chains ain't cheap. Boy, them investments. And I'm assuming listen. that them Griselda niggas got real chains. But this is dope, though. Mary J. Blige cried behind yeah. it in the clip. You see, she was very impressed. I think it was maybe her manager or some guy with her. He was impressed by it. He looked like a stand-up dude, too. Angie Martinez, legend. Yeah. This is like Swiss did say a good thing. Man, this is just like so on the seat, bro. Like, she a legend, Mary J. Blige. So if she is admiring something, I'm being funny here. She admiring something that you got and you can give it away? Fuck it. Here, here you go. Absolutely. The hook if, better be crazy, though. If you... And Mary J. Blige hook on my next I, I need that. Come need on, that. Man. We might do a, um, a, a double joint. Me and, and her might just do an album, Best of Both Worlds. Nigga. And I need that Swiss. Swiss, I need three beats. No, <laughs> facts. On the low end. Facts, <laughs> Give me on the verses right now with the big boy check. Let me, and, <laughs> me and Benny got the next verses. Cancel the schedule, nigga. Me and Benny doing the next verses, nigga. The hey, winner get West Side. We taking this shit over for a month, nigga. Hey, what if, what if, you, what if you marry J. Blige dude, though? Mm. And you right there. And she like, ah, oh, yeah, that's the tennis bracelet. That's that's the chain Ooh, I was talking man. about. It's like, yeah, that's what's up. And the Swiss go over there and like, like Conway, give it a time. <laughs> we ain't doing that. I promise you, we not. <laughs> My nigga, we ain't. Swiss not even making it over there to get that gas going. If I'm if I'm married all later on, I may sound like a hater. I may I have to buy you one, baby. Like, <laughs> we ain't doing that though. <laughs> I ain't she legend and all that, my nigga. You better kiss her a goddamn hand, my nigga. That's it. That shit out of here, nigga. You are <laughs> you Mary J. Blige's husband, nigga. Nigga, did you see the chain? It uh -uh. wasn't a little chain. It was a big boy, like uh -uh. nigga. And it, I think it said Conway on it. Oh nigga, my god, it's Conway block letters, nigga. They oh like yeah, no, nah. nah. Hell no. Nah, Thank much. you, my bro. We appreciate the gesture, bro. Thank you. <laughs> you can put it, this It back goes on. a long way. We're going to take care of you. We're going to take care of you. We the big dogs in this situation. You still a little nigga, my nigga. Relax. We're going to take care of you. I got some hooks for you. Ain't no way in hell you giving my bitch no chain like this, nigga. <laughs> All these people get out of here. <laughs> What's wrong with that, man? What if somebody compliment your gal and you in front of them? No, that's cool. Like, if you're dating her, I'm, I'm joking, I'm clearly being funny here, putting on for the show. But, um, yeah, I mean, you, you, I would, I, my girl get compliments all the time, of course. You want that if you a dude, but yeah, hey, you ain't give my bitch no four hundred thousand dollar chain. I'm busting that motherfucker down. Like, we on the phone on the way home, like. How much can we get from this if you do? If she if she do walk out of there with your chain, best believe that motherfucker ain't making it to my house, my nigga. <laughs> we, we busting that down. We got to, like, if it costs four, we got us a cool 254. We pull in the driveway, my nigga. I'm putting that shit on eBay. Hey, somebody said that, nigga. I went to the Nike. I was at the Nike store the other day, nigga. We had to wait in line. I'm picking up some dunks. And the nigga working the thing, like working the line. Nigga, I'm with my gal. He, <laughs> nigga, holler out nice dress. I was like, nigga, what? <laughs> I said, appreciate you. You should have hit him with the, we appreciate you, my nigga. I, I did. I said, appreciate you, bro. Yeah, just drop the receipt in the bag, what? bro. Just drop the receipt in the bag, bro. Ain't gonna get my shoes, nigga. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> fuck out of here. You should have bought that nigga a Starbucks gift card. <laughs> hey, here you go, my nigga. Grab you some Starbucks on your lunch, bro. Wake up.
Chill with me, nigga. Wake up, my nigga. Go get me some t-shirts, nigga. <laughs> All right, no, but look, though, man. Double XL freshman class. 2021 you already know what time it is man around this same time every year they have been doing this for going on 10 11 years now 2000 no actually more than that 2007 was the first cover and that's Legendary. crazy Legendary cover. that's a long time man so they've been vets in the game you know how this goes uh we've got the cheat sheet up right here we're gonna read to you who the hell is on this list who they are where they're from who we think they got right maybe who the next star is who the next bum on the list is, and a couple of snubs, man, we'll go over as well. I'll kick things off. We've got Moray on the list. We've got 4-2 Doug, not 42 Doug, 4-2 according to him. We've got Lakia, okay, DDG, Ian Dior, Ruby Rose, Blast. <laughs> yes, that's is that like, what that says? Is yes. it Blast? Yes, Blast. Pushiesty. Tusi, Coy Lorray, and Flo Millie. Now, you see the list. What is the first thing, if anything, that jumps out to you? Oh, great question, man. The first thing that jumped out to me was how did you pronounce the nigga name with the X in the middle of the <laughs> XST. I did an IG live before this and I had to struggle with that. <laughs> but that I mean, huh? Young Blast, yeah. that's his name. When you're looking at this list, going back to 2007, I'm not sure if it's because we've grown and you just don't have as much time for hip-hop, I'm speaking for myself personally, or if the list is not as effective in finding people that, you know, that you've heard of that are have more chops. But each year, well, actually, actually, there was a lot of people on there that I knew. Yeah. Sometimes when it comes out this year and especially I find it and I'm looking at these people like, I don't know who that is. And not that I'm going to go check them out, but I'll never know who that is is because we'll do the cheat sheet and they're just not compelling. Mm. Like nothing jumps out. Like I didn't see a Kodak black on here with gold teeth and the hair and like, damn, let me go see who that nigga is. I didn't see a uh give me some anybody like they're just people that are compelling even like an xx extension no like these people are compelling like freddie gibbs who is this normal ass nigga from gary indiana currency who is this nigga that used to be with no limit like there were people that you would see and you would kind of notice because of a backstory or because you knew a little bit about where they're from and you wanted to check them out here you just see it's like it's just 10 faces Mm. Even if you know these people, like I know 42, I know 42 Doug, I know Moray. I've seen these people, I know the projects that they're on. They got some good content out there, but then I see them on this list and it doesn't, it's not a big deal anymore. Does it ring the same for you? Um, this was the first list in a long time where I looked and saw, and the first thing I thought was, oh, it's, it's three people on here that paid to be on here, bro. Like, I haven't thought that in a while because I feel like, oh, okay, usually the person that I've never heard of is the person that got voted in. Like, you know, they do the little vote for the last little spot. And that's usually the more obscure, lesser known person. And then you've got people have a little bit of a resume built up. Even if you hop in last year, you know what I'm saying? I had, I had heard of everybody except the dude that got voted in. I knew everybody. You know what I'm saying? And that's not saying, like, Baby Keem was on here. I don't know all his shit, but I knew of him. You heard of him. Yeah, I heard of him. You Just look at this list. Musically inclined, you knew who he was. Bro, you look at this list, 
and I know for a fact, uh, like, bro, at least three people paid to be on here, bro. And I'm not bullshitting. Can Just I be- guess the three that you're saying? Go that? for it. Can I guess? Yes. Uh, the aforementioned blast. <laughs> <laughs> no way that nigga is yeah, the oldest nigga on here with the most difficult name to spell, which is nuts. Yeah, you tripping. Uh is that right? Yeah, yeah, that's one. Ian Dior. That is that is number two. I'm gonna get on here. I'm gonna get to him in a minute. And the last one's tough because there's a tenth guy that's voted in that I think you're thinking, and the other guy, Tusi. I'm gonna go with the saposexual Tusi nigga. Tusi. No, nah, I think he his name has been buzzing a little bit. Okay. I was on the fence with him. I didn't know. Did I yeah, it, it's been buzzing a little bit, but he doesn't. They don't have any. He doesn't have a signature record that's just like everybody knows. The person on here that clearly paid is Ruby Rose. Her label clearly paid to have her on here. Like, I'm sorry, it, I, I wouldn't. I don't doubt that for a second. She literally probably has three songs out. Like, it's just she was like the reason I wouldn't even guess her if you said I thought she was like Instagram famous. That's what I'm she saying. Got like, a million couple of Instagram people like think she got like she's in the gossip blogs and shit like nah, that. she she she's she used to date Playboy Cardi. She's a model. She was in ah. she was in Bad and Bougie. She was a man gal in Bad and Bougie video. And then somebody got a hold of her, wrote some bars for her, and tried to turn her into the next uh Cardi B. When and you so, say somebody got a hold to her, yes. What do you mean? I mean somebody was like, we can market her. It went over your head. Never mind. Oh, my God. Go hey, funny thing, though. You know what's funny? I seen her in the mall one day. Random as fuck. About two years ago, I seen her in the mall. I was like, oh, shit. How did you know who that was? Because I, I, I used to follow her, though. I thought she was bad. And I seen her in the mall. I was like, uh. should have kept it all to like, yourself. She looked the like whole, that? I seen Ruby Rose, and I used to follow her. Could have been documented, sealed away, kept to yourself. No, forever. you need to know no why. would have ever judged you for that. You need to know why. Because are. I thought she was bad. And I seen her in person. was like, oh that's filters okay cool but she doesn't belong on this list though like at all and then the ian dior nigga bruh it's so much politics there's so much politics behind two or three of these people that it just oozes out some nigga pulled the string to get you on here but we're gonna get to the who we think is gonna do absolutely nothing in a minute who on here do you think that they got right though who belongs on this list that's another good question. Moray, definitely. Moray's on J. Cole's album, Strong Hook. Visual for his project is fucking fire. Uh, one of yep. the visuals I've seen. And it was another one of those, like I said, previously you have people on here, you may see them on the cover or see something they do, and you immediately say, who is that? Mm-hmm. Say, I did that with Moray. I saw a video, he was singing, and he looked, he was a fat black nigga. I'm like, what the fuck? Who is that? I want to hear more. Then I heard him on J. Cole album. Boom. I agree. 42 Doug, of course, we all know. Like that's that's a layup. That was like yeah. the easiest one for this list. Um, no, the easiest one is Pooh Shiesty. That was my next one. Pooh Shiesty, of course. Uh, Gucci Man, another home run. He keeps <laughs> he keep hitting them out of the park. And which one of these ladies, young ladies, was it? Flo Millie, did, did which one of them had the uh the Instagram song, the bus it? Is it one of these? Nah, nah, nah. Not one of these. Uh-uh, oh, okay, well, that's, that's shorted it. from Texas. Yeah, yeah. Flo Millie has a song out right now that my gal loves. That every time we in a car, come on satellite radio, she loved that shit. If I was a rich bitch, it's called Roaring Twenties, but it's got this sample in it that 
she sings like the entire time that my gal loves. So I'm not surprised that she's on here and she's repping Mobile, Alabama. Um, shout out to Mobile. My barber's from Mobile. Told me some, I, I, we talked about that. Talked about the rich boy story. He told me niggas want to put that on Patreon. We got to put that on a Patreon show. Yeah, that hurt. Barbara told you about rich. Um, and and then Corey Leroy, Corey Leroy, she's hot. She got the record with um, Benzino's daughter. Yeah, that's Benzino's daughter. She's got the record with Dirk. That's doing crazy numbers. So I'm not mad at her being on here. These are. Like I get it. it's a freshman list, right? So they're not gonna have a long resume of work. Like they're not supposed to. But when you start out the gate in 2007 and 2008 with stars, like these niggas ended up being stars, dude. <laughs> like you got Wiz Khalifa, you know what I'm saying? You got big dogs on on these early ones, Kendrick, and it's it's almost like the '96 draft. Like, every year, every draft is not going to be the 96 draft. Like, it's just not – they're going to hit like it. You're going to have some drafts that are like, eh, they're going to be top-heavy. You may have two or three stars, and then it's quiet for the rest. And then some drafts are just going to be bad. And in my opinion, this is a bad draft, <laughs> this particular class right here. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't see a lot of star power. I do like Moray, though, because I think he has the personality and the talent. Before you move on from that, because you brought up a great question, and I wrote this down here, and I want to see what you think. And we can go look at the year once you give me a number. How long do you think it does it take to determine if an artist is going to be a bust or a star post XXL list? A two years. Like, do you got to go back three years? You got to go back four years, or do it take a year? I say two if years, you're going to know. Two years. So Two years. if we go back to the 2019 XXL freshman class, it's solidified. The people that are going to make it, it ain't. A hundred percent. Let's go look. A hundred percent. 2019 freshman class. And you're going to see, you're going to be like, damn, you're right. <laughs> Let's see who's on the 2019 freshman. Ooh. Oh, man. It's going to be rough. Listen. I, that's a decent class, though. I see. Yeah, it ain't bad. 2019 freshman class. Of course, it goes to the whole list of every freshman class ever. Nah, I got it pulled up. The baby, Megan Thee Stallion, YBN Corday, Gunna, Lamozy, Trash, Roddy Rich, Blueface, YK Osiris, Rico Nasty, Tierra Wack, and Comethazine. You forgot Meg? I said her. Oh, and you said Gunna. Yep. Okay, and Blueface. I said everybody. Gotcha. Now, you're telling me that Comethazine is over for his career. Done. Tierra Whack. Done. What? Done, bro. The baby we know. Obviously. No That's idea. what I'm saying. You know, the, you know who we already know. You're going to say there's no one you're on the fence about. That's all I'm saying. Mm. You're not on the fence about YB and Corday? Like, what? That's fair. You're not on the fence about Blueface. We knew his shit wasn't going nowhere, too. Go, who's on 2018? Maybe these people are just strong. Maybe it's just a good draft, like you said. 2018. Are there still people on the fence? Let's hear it. Ski Mask the Slump God. No. Lil Pump? He's overformed with us. No, I don't he's know. cooked. Really? He's cooked. I don't know his status in the young, with the young I'm guys. I'm telling you, know. he's cooked. You what are you hanging out with high schoolers? How the fuck do you know, nigga? You don't know. Trippy Red. Yeah. Wi-Fi's funeral. Oh, Block boy JB. 
This draft, hey, first of all, <laughs> this class is some small. Smoke Perp? Steflon Don? YBN Namir? And J.I.D.? Woo. So, J.I.D., you don't know where he's going to be. Yet. Nah, he's on the fence. Yeah, that's fair. So, I guess it just depends on the person. But I think it's a good little exercise to go back and see. Because if that you go back a couple of years, it may be four years, I think, rap class is last. Like, you got four years to make it and it, before it determines where you're going to be. You're going to be a star. You're going to be a middle-of-the-road guy your whole career. You shouldn't be doing this at all. Yeah, underground. Like, it's going to be determined within four years from that is what I would say. I like I like Moray because he's got the personality, he's got the it factor. His Breakfast Club was hilarious. Like he's a funny dude, and I it, his Breakfast Club made me go listen to more records. And I saw he had songwriting skills, and all. I think he got he's talented. I rock with him. I like Four Two Doug. I don't know how far he can go, but I like him, and I like the system that he's got around. He's around Yo Gotti and Lil Baby. So if if those are the, your mentors that you're around good company. So that will help. Pusheisty is locked up as we speak. So mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know how trouble seems to be surrounding him. You and I have both watched the Memphis Trap Geek shit. And if y'all haven't watched that episode, please, please watch that. That shit is nuts. What they call Pusheisty the babyface killer? Some shit yeah, like some wild. Some crazy shit. Some wild. So I, I don't know how far, I don't know if he can get out of his own way. You know what I'm saying? But he's got a good support system around him, too, because Gucci know what he's doing. You know what I'm saying? So uh, that's possible. Everybody else, bro, it's going to be tricky. I ain't going to hold you, bro. It's going to be real tricky. Even though I I do like Flo Millie, and I think Lakia is talented. She's on QC, and she kind of got on by doing, like, YouTube shit. And so uh, she's dope. I watched a couple of her videos. She actually can spit, though. And she's young, too. Very, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that's I like that song, the big the big flexor song. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tough. And, and one thing I noticed speaking of QC, this is the first year in the history of the freshman class that there is not a rapper from Atlanta on here. Mm. Since 2007. The first yeah. time. It's crazy. Is there a rapper from Atlanta that should be on here? Man, my nah, and I'm glad you said that. We speaking of snubs, bro. I don't think so, bro. Cause I, I was gonna say ESTG should have been on here. But he from Kentucky. Obviously, he's not from Atlanta. And then I thought maybe Young Blue, who, who got the who signed the boost, he got the song with Drake. I thought you could argue he could be on here. He's uh, he's not from Atlanta either. And other than that, I really didn't have no snubs like that. Like maybe it's too late for Larry June. He been rapping since 2018. But I was that that would have been like a little dark horse. But that's it, that bro. I, I don't know nobody from the A that should have been on here, bro. That was my snub, Larry June. Yeah, um, but he he been rap, he's been dropping he been rapping a long time, years. but I still think he should have been on here. I don't know how old that nigga is. Thirty. Uh, that's a good point. Out, I, I didn't realize that there wasn't nobody from Atlanta on here. I do like Lakia. Um, and to answer your question of who I thought was going to be around the longest, I think it will be Forty Two Doug. I think mm. it's slow. I think the people that he surrounded himself, uh, Yo Gotti. Little baby, like you said, that's going to go a long way. Being around the longest, though, and being the biggest star, I think will be two different ones. I think Pusheisi is out of here. Mm. He's going to get out of jail for this. Uh, witness recanted their stadiums. He's going to double down on being Pusheisi. That sells. And he's way he's above average when it comes to rapping. Usually, yeah, when, yeah. he's above average. And I just think that he's going to be able to capture what, like, 
Kodak Black Laws with NBA Young Boy, all these people that were in and out of jail here recently just couldn't capitalize off of. I think he may be able to do it. It seems like he's kind of a smart cat. So I think the Pooch Ice and 42 Doug, of course, that sounds repetitive. We're from the South. They're South representatives. We're men. They're men. I just don't see a path for anybody else on here, barring like a big industry push just off talent. Like it ain't nobody on here. And I ain't knocking the people, but other than Moray too, I like Moray, like you said, with the sing songy type thing. But man, I'm listening to the other people on here, like the Blast dude. I was going back and forth with Jay Hove on IG Live. Like, I hear this shit all the time. Yeah. Like every time, the like singing, I'm, rapping, yeah, like, yeah. all of this auto tune singing, I may sound like the old man, whatever. For me, it just doesn't work. It don't sound new. I don't hear anything that I would be checking for in the next two to three years. I agree. I agree. Now he he is a producer songwriter, so he might he might stay relevant behind the scenes. But I I, I agree. And then this bro, this Ian Dior dude, bro. Oh my god! The industry plant award for this freshman class, most voted most likely to be industry plant is that dude. I listened <laughs> to maybe five seconds to that before I cut it off. Bruh, that, that song "Chicken Tired" that has thirty-three million views. Bruh, can't do it. He's like a yeah. It's not for us. It's he's, Pitbull. He's clearly no hell no. Nah. It's Pitbull. You need to listen to another song there because yeah, what he people. was doing, what he was doing was Juice World, um, no, for Trippy Red, like that singing off key with the little rock influence, bro. Like I, I can't do nothing with it. But there's a, I watched this video about him being an industry plant and, <laughs> and how he went from a hundred, he went from like no plays to like a hundred thousand SoundCloud plays and 300,000 SoundCloud plays on like his first two songs in a week. And then, but like his YouTube had like 45 followers. You know what I'm saying? Like it was just like real and not adding up. And then I, one of my put-ons a couple of episodes ago was that fake famous documentary on HBO that showed how you can manufacture somebody's fame by buying likes and, and making them look in a certain light by taking certain types of pictures and stuff. That's what it looked like, dude, on <laughs> break. Cause you can buy the likes, you can buy the subscribers, you can do all of that. And it, and it makes a lot of sense of why you have 2000 Twitter followers, but your SoundCloud has 300,000 likes. Like, no, bro. Like, no, it's not. How it works. That being said, he may be popping in Puerto Rico and we have no idea. That's pop. That's, that's possible. I just be where he was from. Puerto Rico is different. I mean, of course, I doubt it's, it, in the, um, <laughs> it's in America, but they, they do have a culture there. Um, I know I went a couple of times. You hear this shit like banging out the windows in the little souped up Fast and Furious cars with the loud engines. This is the style of music that they play. So <laughs> it may be popping over. This just made me think of that when I saw where he was from. So I doubt it, too. But maybe. Yeah, he's hitting that dude trash. He, it's, it's not for us. Shout out to DDG, though. Huh? DDG got a decent record, though. He got that moonwalking in Calabasas. That shit hard. You literally read my mind. I was about to say the next thing, the one that I am on the fence about, I like that moonwalking in Calabasas. I that's was hard. listening to that a little earlier. That's pretty dope. And he from Pontiac, Michigan. Yeah, that's quiet. I, I would have yeah. never known because he, well, obviously he got Calabasas in the record. I'm thinking he from Cali. Right. I thought that was, it had a whole California sound to it. I definitely thought that he was from Cali. But um, I'm on the fence about him. I like him. He He's a former YouTuber. 
quit. He dropped out of school because he was he claimed he was making thirty thousand a month on YouTube. Doing what? I don't know. He wasn't he wasn't rapping though. What nigga making goop? What the I fuck is know. slime? <laughs> he was making slime, wasn't he? <laughs> Prank videos. I don't fuck. Who knows, I do, dude? I guess you just like Jake Jake Paul the same way though, right? Like the, the yeah. boxing dude. Like he was famous off YouTube, but he nope. didn't do anything. Yeah, like, just being him. Maybe I just start making YouTube videos. They might want to look at you, dog. Maybe though. You don't. <laughs> you ain't my demographic. <laughs> you old and ugly. I make the young hot kids for me, nigga. Uh, shout out to Moreto. Lost his call center job in 2020. Pursued music full time. Came out with Quicksand, and the rest is history. What type of call center job did he say? Uh uh. Mm -mm. Who cares, nigga? Us, they all the same shit. <laughs> they are. Call center jobs is a, that's... a call center. Is a call center. I remember I had a cakewalk when we first got down here. We used to do that benefit shit. Oh my god, I remember that. <laughs> and they got to walk around and tell people what to do and shit. That was that was light work. I was a shmee. <laughs> Subject matter expert. Next. That was funny as shit. Man, y'all y'all let us know who are y'all feeling on this year's freshman class. Is this the worst class? It's not 2018 is, but I'll ask the question anyway. Is this the worst one. class of uh freshman class history? Let's not act like like if, I feel like people do this every year. Every time they see the class and they don't know two people, it's the worst class of all time. No, it's not. Because last year, there was some big names on there. The year before that, there was big names on there. I just ran off the 2019 joint. There was big names on there. It's not. Let's not do this every year because it's not cool because we're not buying magazines no more. Like, there's still people on the list. This one, in my opinion, just happens to be a below-average list in terms of star power. But if you go back to that catalog, it's respectable. It's respectable lists that's, that they've had in recent memory. This one, though, is a swing and a miss, in my opinion. It is respectable. But I also feel what people are saying. It's not a lot. Again, because it's not in magazine, you don't have a subscription coming to your door anymore. You, when you find new music nowadays, it's not going to be like XXL not telling me who to listen to. Like that, that era of music is dead blog era where the blog is suggesting you listen to this like it just don't work that way anymore you're gonna get it off your algorithms off your streaming services and still the oldest most fruitful way word of mouth like it's just how it happens nowadays this had a moment but i, I kind of i think that moment is over so i get why people of a certain generation look for it to still do the same thing it just, it's not that anymore it's more so like well, I don't know what it is to the full extent anymore, but I just know that it's not in that vein anymore, like you said. Any, any freestyle you're looking forward to seeing? Who do you think no. will do a good job on a freestyle? Uh, man, none Because I remember my, my last year, Mulatto stole the show. Like, she bodied her little freestyle. I was like, damn. The La Cypher. I, I would want to see Lakia. I want to see she gonna like, rip, based she gonna off stab. that video. Based off that video and how I heard her like rapping in that video, she was on some shit. I wouldn't want to hear her. Like she I don't pick, snap. Yeah, I, I pick her. I can respect that. Um, I'll pick. I don't, really, I don't really know about Moray Bar game like that. That's gonna be interesting. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna go DDG just as an underdog, but also Flo Millie. She got a real interesting voice, man. So I think I, I think no, my boy finna bring it to the oh what he two does four two does. It's freestyle ain't gonna be nothing, bro. He finna rip that. Nah, that ain't gonna be none. The best one. Ain't gonna be I'm none. looking forward to the kids. It's easily gonna be 42 Doug. Easily. No. No. And I fuck with him, but no. 
Easy. Um, let us know, man, which freestyle are y'all looking forward to? Uh, we got some wins and some losses. I'm going to kick things off. We got a W to Lil Baby, and I'm sure everybody saw the footage. He bought out Foot Locker, bought every shoe out of Foot Locker, and then went and passed the shoes out to his neighborhood. Big W for, uh, for Lil Baby. That's fire. Again, I called it. I'm going to say it every time we bring him up. Uh, you just seen something in this kid when he first hit the scene. He's continuing to live up to it. Just doing stuff like this, man. I'm glad that he's able to still do stuff like this. And he's still in that transition period of being on that Drake level where he can't do shit like this no more because he's just not going to have the access to like he does right now. So I love to see it, man. I love what he said afterwards, though, on Instagram. He said, buying shoes ain't what I mean by saving community or giving back. This was some shit I did because I seen a lot of them had on flip-flops. When I say save community, I mean centers, programs, jobs. You can't imagine the shit that I don't post. Mm. That made me a bigger fan than I've ever been <laughs> of him up until right now. That was it. real nigga shit right there. Some people just get it. Like it's 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 very frustrating. We lead the show off with people like the baby and, and Tory Lanes and yeah, to give them a hard time, like you see somebody like Lil Baby and you compare and like, do these niggas have the same job? <laughs> like, what are y'all doing, my nigga? <laughs> nuts, man. Hey, yeah, we I, have, I really appreciate what he does, man. Me too. I'm, I'm respecting his move right now. Um, we have an L, though. We give out W's, we give out L's. Sometimes they're L's. Too. We've got an L to Gerald Sanders. AKA the actor who played Lickety Split in Eight Mile. Believe this or not, he was banned from the state of Iowa. The whole state. For he cannot do business in the entire state of Iowa for running an allegedly fraudulent door-to-door salesman business, dude. That is fucking nuts. Come Man, on, Lickety Split, do better. He had the little kids out there selling candy and telling people that the candy was going or the, the proceeds were going to charity. When really they just funded Lickety Split's lifestyle. <laughs> Allegedly. I don't know if it was funded his lifestyle. He did come out and say that he was not defrauding the community and said this was a plot against him. But he did have the kids selling candy door to door. They do not know where the proceeds are going. And he played what the rapper in Eight Mile. That was pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. That's listen, man. Hey, when that Hollywood money slow up, dude. Them, them eight mile checks probably be can. like three dollars, dude. And tell them that this is gonna go to the kids in Africa. Candy <laughs> bars is four dollars. M and M's is three dollars. <laughs> That's it's nuts, you. Uh, we have a W two core day. He has linked up with Disney and HBO for a HBCU scholarship fund. Super dope for core day. That's really dope, man. Shout out to Apple, man, for leaking our group chats. You, me. Odell from Team Heavy, Jay Hove. We had this conversation at least, I want to say, four years ago mm. about how top athletes, now Carmelo Anthony is coming out and saying it now, but how you want to see more top athletes going to HBCUs and how effective that would be to bring HBCUs to prominence and not even in just sports. Uh, we all know the NCAA ruling just came out today and of how much money the NCAA makes off athletics. So if you take that money and black colleges are making it, you have better teachers, you have better facilities, and we have better students, you have more enrollment, you have bigger endowments, and it just pays 
itself. And it all starts with athletes going to HBCUs as opposed to PWIs and just recycling their money. So I love it. I love to see it. I love Corday, what he's doing. I love what his girl, uh, Naomi Osaka, is doing with mental health. Strong power couple to look out for in the future. Uh, yeah, that's another one that gets it. He right on there on that, on that uh, little baby level, man. They just get it. Um, bonus W before we get out of here to Nipsey Hussle, DJ Khaled, and Ashanti. All three got Hollywood Walk of Fame stars. Mm. Interesting. Ashanti got a Hollywood Walk of Fame star? Yeah, she bad, though. She can get that, though. She real. is bad. She can get that. If any one of these three can get that, <laughs> Ashanti can get that Hollywood Walk of Fame. Just for her to come to the presentation and read if couldn't. <laughs> Mainly. Shout out to Nipsey, though. We ain't gonna do Nip any kind of way, though. Nah, absolutely. And Cali's shaking it, too, though. Like, all right, we fucking around. But, you know, they gotta pay for this, too. So, it's kind of... It don't hit the oh, same Oh, yeah, no you more. do gotta pay for this. Yeah, 30000 to be to be considered. Ashanti could have spent them thirty grand a lot better. That's she got that from Irv. Did, Irv did that for it, though. Irv, Irv didn't do that. <laughs> Irv ain't spending 30000 on Ashanti in 2021. I promise you, he not. He ain't doing that. Did you know there's a black Hollywood? Like, did you know there's a one for black people only in Atlanta? Uh uh-uh. uh. What is Atlanta? that? I have no idea. I just, I, it popped up when I was Googling. You made that up like a motherfucker. That, that's a great idea, though, right? And I was like, well, damn, I ain't know nothing about this. I kept scrolling. Obviously, they don't do great marketing for it. Oh, but, shit. like, just all black women based out of Atlanta, that seemed like a, a layup. But yeah. here we are, still talking about the Hollywood Walk of Fame. That'll be hard. Yeah. Uh, what's that got one? That's, that's kind of like um, Tyler Perry got something similar, though. At his, really? At his studio. Yeah, he got all that shit named after the. It's kind of similar. Oh, the the sound stages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's kind of he paying homage. Um, now, on deck of the week, block. they need the whole to recreate the whole Black Wall Street block down here. Then do the Black Hollywood Walk That'd of Fame on that block. That'll be get tough. at me, developers. I'm here. Contact information is in the bio. Get at us, man. We are for hire. Absolutely, man. Work, I do it. On Decker of the Week goes to the Black Pod Collective, specifically the uh, head person in charge, man. Shout out to Anna. She had us out at a photo shoot, video shoot right there over by Inman Park, as we alluded to earlier. Black Pod Collective is doing big things. If you remember, we were guests on one of their podcasts talking about how to put together your live show if you're a podcaster, they're doing big things. She's doing big things. It's always fun to link up with her, man, and see what they got going on. So triple salute to Black Pod Collective. Absolutely, man. We always appreciate Anna's energy when she invites us out, man. She's very funny. Always on her stuff. Uh, real go-getter. She, she put, if it's in front of her, she gets it done. I appreciate that hustle that she has, man. So anything that she does, we're always willing to help and be there. I couldn't help but notice, though. I Uh-oh. looked at that picture we took. Okay. This is about you, brother. Oh, shit. You're left-handed, right? Yes. Why do you wear your watch on your left hand? I thought that's where it's supposed to go if you're a dude. It matters what hand you write with, is what I was told. Really? Yes. If you're oh, left-handed, you're supposed to wear it on your right wrist. I know that. Because you write with your left hand. So? What if I want to check the time while I'm writing something? What are we talking about? And you just, <laughs> my nigga, you just do it like this. It's really simple, my nigga. No, I didn't know. I ain't gonna lie. I didn't know that the whole time either, man. Shout out to us not having problems growing up. <laughs> but now nah, somebody put me on there. It was like, if you're left-handed, you're not supposed to write. You're not supposed to have your watch on the hand that you write with. You're supposed to have it on the opposite hand. So just like what you said, if you are writing, you ain't got to stop to check it. 
Damn. I ain't know that. I ain't know that either. So you need to switch your watch game up. Speaking of that, man, happy Father's Day. Belated Father's Day to all the fathers out there handling Thanks. business. Salute to y'all. Yes, man. Proud of all of the fathers out there getting it in, man. I'm I'm proud to say that I don't know any deadbeat dads. I don't I don't have any friends that don't take care of their children. That don't all of them I think live or in family home, married. I'm really proud of that. That it wasn't the case, like I said when we were growing up, man. I love to see it, man. I, I'm very, very excited about the future for Black Fathers. So Absolutely. And on that note, that lends to my put on. I watched a movie called Fatherhood on Netflix with um Kevin Hart pretty good movie man like nice little feel good serious semi-serious because there's still some jokes in there but it, it's pretty good man Kevin Hart when he do his drama his drama shit his drama shit yeah damn easy for me to say he's actually pretty good at that shit man so his movies I'm more interested in than his stand-ups and that stand-ups last couple been slaw but mm. that uh that movie was a good like little feel good movie based on a true story you know how that shit goes pretty dope little real Howry was in it he was That's funny yeah Solid movie. comedian out right now. What you got? Um, put on for me, completely opposite direction from Black Fathers. This is a sitcom about white moms. It's called Working Moms on Netflix. It's in its fifth season. I just stumbled upon it because the preview was hilarious. I'm two episodes in, and it is funny as hell. Uh, the type of humor is just like the league, that type okay. of slapstick white comedy and white jokes. I have literally laughed out loud at least five times in two episodes, and that's high for me. I'm not a laugh out loud guy, but this shit hits it on the head, so please check it out. It's called Working Moms on Netflix. Did you watch Dave? What do you think about Dave before we get out of here? <clears throat> I'm scared. Where they taking that to, man? That shit was dark. You seen it? I was yeah, going to talk about it in the group chat, but I didn't want to have no spoilers. You, What did you think? That shit was too dark for me, man. They need to get to the funnies. It, the funnies is very like subtle. Yeah, like, and I appreciate study, yeah. subtle funnies, but I don't need the day suicide. Like, I, I promise you, I promise you, little dicky, I don't need that, my nigga. Yeah. Stick to the funny, pulling your pants down, shitting on yourself, <laughs> dick jokes, milking. Like, stick to that, bro. I promise you, you had a lane with it. Don't go dark on me, my nigga. Don't pull the Kurt Cobain on me. I don't want to see that. I'll tap out on it. I ain't going to lie. My nigga Gator holding it down, though. He funny as shit. He's That's the best character on TV. Fuck. God, he funny, dude. Shout out to Dave. If y'all ain't watching that, check out Dave. It is pretty funny, man. Very interesting look at uh, um, hip-hop. Yeah, being rappers. It's pretty funny, man, but... Triple salute to everybody again. Episode 401 is in the books. We got some, <clears throat> excuse me, exciting things coming up. Make sure you check out youtube.com slash on deck TV. Ooh, you. Not the real villain. Subscribe to that too, but also on deck TV. Keep your eyes locked on that one as well. Um, the Facebook group chat, iTunes, leave a comment. Patreon.com slash realville. Subscribe. New reviews coming soon. All of that good shit. Absolutely, man. Happy first day of summer, everybody out there. Enjoy your summer. Be safe. Stay locking in with us. Like you said, we got a lot coming, man. We glad that you guys are along for the ride. We out. All of them.